We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG-TV. That's right. You can find us on Twitch every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us as we interview guests, we do live loops, and sometimes we have in-studio performances. Tune in at twitch.tv slash we speak English good. Also, go check out our sponsor, modedstudios.com. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Moded Studios has all your favorite patches and apparel. Go check them out. Some of the hottest sellers are the Wu-Tang patches. Get a Wu-Tang patch that represents your country, your sports team, or just your favorite design. ModedStudios.com. Now on with the show. Intoxicate me now. I think I'm ready now. I think I'm ready now. Intoxicate me now. 
think I'm ready now. I think I'm ready now. And that was today's guest, Kent Suku, with a wonderful cover of Britney Spears' classic, Toxic. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Kent Suku. Kent Suku is an amazing artist out of the UK. She is a Twitch partner, recently crowned Twitch partner. And just as of not too long ago, a couple weeks ago, she was chosen to have a song produced by Linkin Park's Mike Shinoda, who is also a Twitch streamer amazing artist and she is just so kind and so genuine and i would i'm just i was so happy to have her on the show just a just a beautiful human being so that is coming up in just a moment you can go and follow uh kintsuku you can click on the links in the show notes please do go down there and show her some love it's twitch.tv slash kintsuku and that's k-i-n-t-s-u-k-u and uh, she she just has a bunch of stuff. So Instagram, Facebook, go go follow her up and and go connect because you're gonna be wanting to pay attention to Kinsuku. She's killing it right now. We'll get to Kinsuku in just a moment, but first I wanted to do something we haven't done in such a long time, and that's do some emails. And uh, we I had I've been getting emails uh, as of late, and I've been getting different messages, some DMs and stuff, and. Um, I, I, I got something special that I wanted to share and uh, you know I haven't been sharing all the digital stuff but I got an actual letter in the mail listen the papers right here it's crazy right no it, it's amazing by the way you can mail me stuff if you want at PO box one six seven eight seven six Oregon Ohio Four three six one six, and Oregon is spelled just like Oregon. It's just here in Ohio, we say things like Oregon. So it's O R E G O N, just like the state. But yeah. Anyways, this person wrote me a letter, and I I just am compelled to read it because it's it's snail mail. It's it's like straight up a piece of paper that was written and it's multiple colored pens was used on it. It was just so kind and I just wanted to read this for you guys. And the the author of this note has requested to remain anonymous. So, you know who you are. Much love and uh, I really appreciate this this handwritten letter so here we go we speak english good hi there i just wanted to send you a letter to say thanks for all you do you put a lot of thought into your interviews and it's super cool i love the friendly and fun vibe you bring to the channel thanks for the patches and the mask they are cool prizes oh wait they are cool prizes are always fun i always love playing the craigslist game Thanks for all the fun times and good laughs. I'm so glad I found your channel. You rock. Signed, Anonymous. So, thank you so much, Anonymous. I, I really do appreciate that. And I appreciate that you like coming through to the Twitch channel and hanging out, winning prizes, and, and uh, 
and and noticing that I put a lot of work into this. I I, I think this is a great segue into why y'all should be coming through to the Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash we speak English good. We are having a blast. We have uh, live loops. Uh, we have we have games where you can win prizes. Uh, we, we have Cypher Deluxe where we open up the Discord and we invite our community members in to come and wrap some bars. Or It's basically an open mic through the Discord and it's live on air. Come through. Uh, if you like this show and, and you want more content, please do come through. Twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. Uh, we're going to have a good time over there. Um, and uh, I love the fact that I'm starting to see more people come over from the audio side and come and hang out and actually ask questions and stuff. It's been really cool. So, yeah, come hang out. Uh, you guys can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, the the TikToks and the and the Discords and the Snapchats. We're all on there. We're doing everything. We're just doing too much. Well, you can also uh, subscribe to us on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. Please like or follow or subscribe. It helps. You can also subscribe on our YouTube channel where you'll find music tutorials and the actual uh, video version of this interview right here. If you want to see this interview, go to, uh, there's a link right in the show notes. Go click right on it. It says, uh, uh, click here to view this video now. So it just, it's in there. Go, go, go click on it. It's fun. Uh, yeah, so subscribe to our YouTube. You'll find uh, our music tutorials, uh, the video interviews of these podcasts, and uh, some silly stuff that we like to do. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on Twitch. That'll cost a couple dollars, but you know what? All that money goes right back into making this show better. So uh, any kind of support is very, very appreciated. So go and do all that stuff. It's fun. Uh, you can also leave a review. Now, this is something you can do for free. It's absolutely free. It just takes a few minutes of your time. Just go and uh, go on your iTunes and leave a review. It helps us to be found in the algorithm, the podcast algorithm thing, whatever it is. Yes. So, yes, that, that's it. That's it for now. Uh, today is Friday, and on the show, we have the silence noise that is on the live stream. This, of course, is Kintsuku, who is... <laughs> a twitch partner and uh, currently being produced by mike shinoda from lincoln park yeah i'm gonna throw her credits around someone's gotta do it doggone it <laughs> anyways so tune in today at 3 p.m eastern standard time on the twitch stream for a live interview with uh, an amazing uh, artist uh, who is <laughs> hilarious he he does like metal goth synth wavy um like symphonic goth type music and he's also like a meme artist and he, his channel is bananas he it, it, there's like a comedic element it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a good time so tune in today on the twitch stream at 3 p.m eastern standard time okay guys uh, again, go follow Kintsuku. She has a, all her links are in the show notes. Please go down there and, and click around and follow Kintsuku. All right, guys, put your hands together for our new friend, Kintsuku.
hard on yourself. That's a well. That's how I get better. I, I I beat myself up until I can't stand who I am as a person, and that forces me to be better. I guess I'm from Westdale. <laughs> Just kidding. That's it's terrible. No, no. I yeah, I am, and I'm a, I'm I'm nervous too because I'm just I, I respect you as a musician. You nervous too? I have a lump of clay here because it's the only thing that I, can, I it takes the like tension out of my hands rather uh -huh. than a fidget spinner. I'm just gonna be modeling some things. I as love go that. Along. I love that. Do you remember those fidget cubes? Uh. They used to have those little fidget cubes that had like. Um, like one side had like little ball, like ball bearings you could roll, and one side of the cube had like little buttons that clicked. One had like one side had like a little um, a little switch you could flick on and off. Another side had uh, a like a little joystick like on a on an Xbox bop controller. It, or something else. Not you a like no no it's not oh. a bop it. It's like a little cube. It's like a it's a, a big. It looks like a big dice like a big dice oh. or die i guess and it just my sister got it for me for because of the podcast and she knows what kind of a nervous wreck i am yeah. <laughs> and it hasn't it's gotten really me. that much better in seven years it has not gotten that much better <laughs> my hands are like so sweaty and it's just it's ridiculous get some clay get some clay well that's what i was just gonna say like my sister got that for me so i could uh so i could sit there and because she always noticed me when i when she would watch me on the show she would always notice me fidgeting like touching stuff so yeah she did but i i lost it and, and i'm sorry my sister oh, my damn. dear sister yeah anyways enough about my <laughs> nervous wreck stuff how are you are you you, you have that clay there are you a naturally <laughs> anxious person yes <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, my whole body is just a lot of anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's weird that feeling because it's like it just your brain is flooded with all those chemicals, and then it makes your palms sweaty, and it makes you bumble over your words, and it make, it's just you know, like I. Yeah. How do you how do you how do you get past that? I mean, like streaming is pretty intense. I mean, especially at first. I mean, as you get used to it and you sort of get comfortable with it, it starts to become more of a second nature mm. kind of thing but how do you get past those moments especially with as a performer um i think when i started streaming it's funny because watching one of my first um vods back i just seem so much more nervous so i think just by doing it for a, just about a year now it, it's it feels less scary but I think sometimes my like anxious energy sometimes like makes part of the stream what it is mm -hmm. because I have these like strange outbursts and sometimes don't know what to say and I come out with weird stuff and I don't know I don't think I'd be really fully me if I didn't have a bit of that so I don't I've, I manage it by just like not beating myself up about it but mm -hmm. I don't try and stifle it totally because it's sort of who I am and I'm just like I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of part of me. That's what. I, that's one of the things that I really liked about Twitch is the idea that people embrace uh, like streamers, like little quirks. You know, like they're just like, yeah. oh, they're just a little nervous today. Don't worry, they're 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 gonna get there. They're gonna get the 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 patience and um and the it, 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 I don't know. Like it's just it's if you're coming from like the IRL gigging world, Twitch is like a very it's it's kind of shocking. Were you a, a gigging musician before Twitch? Yeah, I was a bit. Um, mostly in Manchester. I didn't really get further than like the north of England, which mm. is where I live. So I toured, didn't tour, but I played a gig, gigs in Manchester in like some of the surrounding cities. Um, 
And yeah, I used to find that honestly terrifying. Like I used to love performing so much on stage, but it's really, really scary. It was always like a, a bit of a mental battle between like enjoying it because I love singing, I love performing, I love music, but then just having this like proper stage fright. Um, but yeah, streaming has an element of that, but it's like you feel a little bit safer because you, there's not the awkward moment when you plug in your guitar and your mic in and doing the mic check and setting up. You can do that all in private mm. uh, streaming. Um, but yeah, I did used to play gigs before coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, the, before the <laughs> coronavirus. Pretty um, much. Yeah, yeah. Corona took all our jobs. They took our jobs. Um, how did you... Uh, you know, because like I, I was talking to somebody about, I don't even remember who I was talking to, but it, I was talking to somebody who was like, why, why do like the shyest, like most introverted people want to be performers? Why do people who <laughs> enjoy their time alone in their room doing whatever it is that they enjoy doing, you know, and, and, and they prefer, you know, maybe just the company of one or two people rather than, you know, a room full of people screaming. Uh, it, it's always it always is interesting that like the most introverted people want to be on stage and they want that kind of attention. Why do you think that? Yeah. Why do you think us introverts like that kind of attention? Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> I like, a hard question. That oh I yeah, think I, I could see that. I enjoy. I want to. I want to share my music, and I want. Um, I want to add meaning to my life, and I quite like I focus on that quite a lot so I want to share my music with as many people so that kind of makes me want to go and perform mm. um but when I'm playing on stage like when I'm actually singing or playing an instrument I'm like in a completely different zone yeah and I enjoy that feeling so much because I kind of yeah I do to kind of just zone out and just get into the music but it's as soon as the song stops and I have to like address the audience <laughs> I'm just like fuck this shit <laughs> I just can't do it yeah yeah um so I, I don't do it for that. Like for those moments, if I could put a set together where there's like no intermission, no talking <laughs> between songs, yeah. that would be my thing. Oh, yeah. But unfortunately, I think you have to sort of say hello. Yeah, stuff. you got to address the the, the 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 people yelling at you. It's like, hey, yeah. you're out there yelling. Hi, I see you. All right, here's the next song. Um <laughs> That well, I mean, I could see if you if you wanted to do something like that, it would actually be cool. And I think, especially with the style of music that you do create, like it would be a really cool, um, it would be a really cool setting if you were able to just get your highs, like hey gang, whatever, at the beginning, get get your sweats out of the way, and then yeah. just play a, a like a seamless show. I feel like your music definitely has like that ethereal, like that flowiness that, that, you know, uh, that you could make it all sort of seamless and make this one big performance. And that way, all you'd have to do is say hi and then inevitably goodbye and then <laughs> cut yeah, down on your own ickiness. But you that's know, kind it's... of what I managed to do on the last show before lockdown, oh. before Corona and stuff. I managed to put my few songs together so that using Ableton and stuff, they would kind of merge into the next one and just have some like droning guitars going between them. Yeah. And it would kind of feel like a long set, but then I didn't get much time to really play with that set because of COVID. So, but that's definitely what I do. Like just, I love that. 
<laughs> I love that. I love that. I mean, obviously. Uh, tell me about like getting into production. When did you start producing? Because I, 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 I love that you're also into production, and you're not, you know, you don't just have. You're not just like I, I play other people's music. That's it. Uh, you know, like I like that you have more than um, more than that. Uh, I like that. Uh, I like what you do as well. It's a really interesting and um, I don't know. Please, you tell me. I don't want to explain your music to you. Uh, <laughs> well, I know I, I respect what you do. I really do. And I, I respect your stream and just like the vibe that you create is just exquisite you stream so early for me so like it's hard to get in your stream and so but oh, yeah. but uh when i do mm -hmm. I, I really do enjoy it and uh but please tell me when did you start getting into production and when um you know you, you seem relatively young so um i don't know <laughs> how how when did you start uh, getting into it so i kind of i when I was like predominantly just a singer and an acoustic guitarist, I just do those sort of things and write songs on the guitar and, and singing. I was always like thinking, oh, I want to do more. I want to make the sound bigger. I want to make it more like developed. Um, so I posted an ad to try and find like a producer to work with or another musician. And I found my friend um, Ian. Uh, this is when I lived in Leeds. And um, we formed this like electronic duo, I guess, where I would do all the vocals and stuff and he would do all the production. And it was a really good mix, but I, I found myself being like, what you doing in there? What you pressing? <laughs> like, ah, can I have a go? And then I just kind of got more and more interested in watching what he was doing. And um, as soon as I realized, like, I can learn my, I can teach myself all of this. I was like, see ya. Like, Deuces. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to freaking learn all this. I'm so into it. And then as soon as I got like a house on Logic, what was I using? Logic, yeah. I was using Logic to like just mess around, and I just had so much fun. And I just couldn't couldn't stop teaching myself the ropes, uh, and that was like uh, four, five, four, five years ago, maybe. Mm. And, and then yeah, just. So you stay mostly in Logic, or you you moved to Ableton? How does what is what, yeah? Are you flow I, between both of them? I used to do. I switched between Logic and Ableton at the beginning, and then. Now I don't touch anything else but Ableton because I realized how um, how good Ableton is for performing live. Mm -hmm. I was just sort of like, right, that's going to be my my jam. Yeah. So that's what I'm completely with you. I love Ableton for the live capability, but also for the workflow. Like I feel like the workflow yeah. is is so awesome. And when you see people working with like a push too, it's like it's just like yes. wizardry. Thank oh, thank you for the yeah. host, Raina. Um, that's what I intend. <laughs> the um, the AMA I I'm, is that uh, is that your question there, Mr. Chick? Uh, did you always know you wanted to do electronic stuff, or did you tr did you try other genres too? Hi, Mr. Chick. Hey. <laughs> um. So no, I didn't always know I wanted to do electronic. Am I answering this now? Just yes. Yeah, go term. ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I first started out like I was into quite uh, much more heavier music. So I used to front like a rock band and I was the singer in that. So I was very much into like. Did you yell? Did you, did you yeah. scream? Like, did you do the. Oh, you didn't do the scream? Nah. It was like more. Of I was a... just sort of like kind of, yeah, Hayley Williams esque vocals, but mm. a bit darker. Gotcha. Um, so what was the question again? Let me just read it again. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, so I guess I tried kind of rocky. I used to try and like join bands when I first moved to Manchester. I was like, I'm going to join a grunge band. But then um, the electronic stuff just drew me in more than anything else. So I just uh, pursued that. There you go. There you go. I like that. Uh, what do you like most about streaming? We're just going right down these questions here. Sure. What do you like most about streaming? Um, it's got to be you guys. It's got to be the people that come and hang out with me in streams. Uh, like I had no idea what it was going to be like when I first started streaming. I just kind of went live and I was like, anything could happen right now. I just don't know. And then it just... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just so lovely. Like, I love meeting new people. I love like making friends and like to see like familiar names pop up and to have like that sense of community and um, just met so many lovely people. So it's it's you guys. You're my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, I would say that that's probably one of the. I mean, that's probably my favorite thing too. Is like people's interactions. It's like because sometimes I'll be talking to people and the chat will be actively like trying to like I don't know if they're actively trying to make me laugh, but it's like they are they are <laughs> they're, they're they're coming for me. <laughs> and it's funny, yeah. But it's so funny. Like the thing is, like what's funny is, is that we'll be talking about a serious subject and someone will make a, a offhand joke in the chat okay. and I'm sitting here like. And you know, like, and that's when my father passed, and it was the saddest moment of my life. And someone makes a smart ass remark, and I'm just like, okay, oh I'm not trying to laugh. You know, just, it's like, oh my god! But I love, but that's what I love about it is this interaction. It's it's people, yeah, it's spending their most valuable resource, uh, their time exactly. with you, and and I mean, it's just it's amazing. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's really special. Yeah, I received such like like touching messages as well from like individual people that mm -hmm. I don't know, just making a difference is like really really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've had somebody you know say this is watching. Um, it was actually I think you were there. It was uh, the Sabi interview. I, I got so many uh, DMs and just different ways of people communicating afterwards. It's like wow, that talk with Sabi really helped me deal with my stuff. And I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> we were just chatting and and. So it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It is. It is crazy. I love that that people can be, uh, you know, touched by just people having conversation. But I, I think that's I think that's important, and I think that's something that's sort of missing these days. You know, I feel like people are so um, reactionary, and and they don't yeah. really take time to sort of think about, um, you know, how they mm -hmm. react to something. And uh, I don't know, man. It, it's a. It, it's nice to just. You know, it's nice to take a moment and, and acknowledge uh, the like the people that make this special. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's let, let, wild but sober asked, uh, what's up? Uh, waffles or pretzel, Kappa? Waffles or pretzels? He, he always wants to know if, if, if people like waffles or pretzels. Waffles or pretzels? What kind of waffles? Because over here we have like potato waffles Ooh. or like sweet waffles or like. Well, there you go. That's it. <laughs> well, wait, which which is it? Which is it? Wild but sober. Uh, you very, can, sweet 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 waffles. Uh, probably sweet waffles. Over pretzels. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. It, oh, Amelia Ray music. Thank you for that host, by the way. I I, I saw that. I, I forgot that say thank you it, uh, i i don't like the little like hard pretzels but like those soft pretzels that you can dip oh, in like mustard soft, 
Pickles. And salt pretzels are good. That's a really tough question. I'm not sure because waffles are pretty awesome. But, oh, that is so sweet. Uh, yeah, well, that's the thing for me. I, I don't do the sugar very much anymore. It's a very special thing. How are you with sugar? Uh, do you like sugar? Yeah. <laughs> do you like Do you like water? Do you like water? Uh, Ellie? Love it. Do you like Do you like um, music, Ellie? Do you like music? I think so. <laughs> yeah, it, the sweet sugar's good. I mean, I have enough energy, nervous energy as it is. So I think too much sugar, like mm-hmm. too much of anything for me, is probably not good so yeah yeah absolutely yeah. that you you hit you 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 made a great point there is like the the if you suffer from anxiety and you have to deal with that eating tons of candy and sugar and and uh coffee, coffee <laughs> All of yeah. that exacerbates it by a thousand. So if you're sitting there just wondering why you can't stop, you know, can't stop your palms from sweating and you're sitting there just shaking, thinking about that work meeting tomorrow where you have to get up in front of people and say stuff. <laughs> and it's like, and you're sitting there smashing Snickers bar and, and, and down in monster drinks. I mean, you, you, you're setting your uh, It's free. not the one. It's not the one. <laughs> it's not the combo. It's not a magic combo. That, it took me a long time for that, but yeah, but, but sugar, like for me, it was is like it, it actually makes me depressed. It's so crazy. Like if I eat too much pie, I get depressed. Like depression comes <laughs> if I eat too much pie. It's it's a sad, sad situation. Oh, avoid the pie. Yeah, well, it, that's what happens when you abuse something so hard that your body becomes like chemically altered from it. <laughs> It's like I, I eat a pie. I've eaten so much. I'm eating so much candy and sweet crap that like my my body is physically altered, like chemically altered to it now. And it's just it, it, weird. It, yeah, no, it is weird. Like I'm fi- like if I start eating too much sugar, like I physically go through physical withdrawals when I stop eating it. Like I I, yeah. I, I like have yeah. I'm, my boyfriend's the same. I'm tired. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. it, it's crazy because sugar, I think, is it might as well be a drug. I mean, you might as well call it a drug. Mm-hmm. Caffeine yeah. is totally a drug. It, De- it is a drug, yeah. It <laughs> definitely is a drug. If, if you can consume something to the point where it, where it chemically alters you, uh, to the point where when you stop ingesting it, your body hurts or or, or <laughs> malfunctions. It's not good. It's a drug. It's a drug. No, yeah. I've I've tried telling my mom that she just will not listen. She's like, it's not a drug. It's not a drug. It's coffee. It's just coffee. It's it's like, <laughs> okay, mom, if you don't have that cup of coffee in the morning, how do you feel about eleven a.m. noon? How 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 are you feeling? Oh, I'm kind of yeah. groggy and I got a headache. It's like. You're addicted to coffee. <laughs> You're addicted to your own drugs. Oh man, exactly. we got we got a lot of stuff filling up here. <laughs> I guess we can get to this. Uh, let's uh, let's look at what. Let's, uh, enjoy your lurk, wild but sober. Snickers bar and monsters. Yeah, do you not know what that means? Keep the pie off the chart. Okay, all right. You're just being silly now. Uh, <laughs> All right, we got that. We got to the bottom of the waffles and pretzels. So let, let, let's see what else is coming. <laughs> see what else we got. At what point in your life did you say to yourself, music, yes, that's what I want to do in life? Oh, very good cre- question from Francis, mm. M, or Francis W.M. Thank you, Francis. Um, hmm. I, it sounds really cliche when I say this because it sounds a bit, a bit cheesy, but... I, the earliest memory of like 
wanting to do music is from such a young age, just always wanting to be a singer. Like when I grow up, I want to be a... like I fall into that kind of cliche of like I've always wanted to since I could speak. I've always wanted to do it. <laughs> but like it's just true. Like I've I auditioned for like Stars in Their Eyes Kids. Do you know what that is? Is that a British show? I think that I sounds like a British show. But is it like is it like Star Search or like America's Got Talent or or Britain Britain's Got Talent or whatever? It's one of those one talent of the, shows. Like, early cringe ones yeah <laughs> i used to like record cds because my dad did music a lot so he used to have like a little uh home studio so i'd record like songs from like nine years old and just make up little raps and stuff um but when i guess i seriously took it seriously oh, adam, adam flair thank you very much for that oh, sub buddy my. that's so loud um, i gotta I, I think i need so to lower loud. those alerts um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Ellie. That just was like okay. bah, 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 in your ear. So it's well, intense. It's very intense. Okay. Well, I'm um, sorry, everyone. We'll we'll fix that in the, for the next one. Everybody. Don't worry about it. Um, but then I guess I wanted to. I decided to actually pursue it when I was always like toying between doing art or music. So normally when I'd like lose faith or confidence in music I'd be like oh I'll just draw then and when I like stop thinking my drawings are crap I'm like oh I'll just sing and there's like a toss up <laughs> between like not feeling good enough all the time but then it was actually my therapist who said to me like kid you gotta just go for it uh, and <laughs> he wasn't American but I don't know why I said it in that voice but he just kind of <laughs> pushed me pushed me to do it because he could tell what whenever I was speaking about my life music would always be the thing I'd come back to so um in answer to your question uh I don't know <laughs> well it seems like but, you've um, always just music has always been the the focus uh, or at least the arts have always been the focus yes yeah always always yeah. come back to that um I've toyed with like ideas of doing sort of therapist work or counseling or working with children and I still really like that idea but uh yeah, it's always felt like my calling and my like I'm drawn towards doing music from a very young age. So, what? How do you? Um, because I'm still getting, I'm still, I'm still trying to get past it. But I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good about it. But I still have these moments where I'm just like, uh, where I'm comparing myself to other people. Because you said, you know, feeling not good enough and and feeling or, or yeah. being like, oh, I, I'm not as good as that person, so why try? It's stuff like that. It's like, how do you, I know you were mentioning therapy, but what what else sort of got you past that hump of, of, of sort of going for it? And, and do you still feel that? Do you still have those feelings of not feeling like you're good enough? Yeah, it's, it's definitely still a <laughs> yeah. thing that I'm like dealing with. Yeah, me and too, me too. I will get more help one day because I still feel like I could do with like help with that. But um I don't know. I think what always gets me through is kind of just imagining myself as like a really old lady and like looking back and being like, what would I regret the most? Mm. And it was, it always is like not trying to get where I want to be with music, like enough kind of thing. And that's kind of a scary thought. I always think about that. Like, Oh, I just don't want to regret my life. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of what pushes me through the anxiety and like feeling 
not good enough because there's only got one life and I don't want to waste it. Wow. That that's great. That's a great way of looking at it. Like it's just like why would I want to, you know, be in a because there are situations and, and I'm sure for you there's been an opportunity that you might have skipped by because of your own anxieties about it or something. But I know I've mm-hmm. definitely just blown stuff off because of my own anxiety about it and not feeling good enough yeah, about it. Hard. But it, but what's what's interesting about pushing through those feelings is once you get on the other side, you you, I mean, you feel like you you've accomplished something huge, and I feel like you you grow just a little bit more with it, and you get a little bit more comfortable mm. with yourself. It's like, uh, yeah. when did you start being conscious of your anxiousness? Like, do you remember like how young you were when you started noticing that? I think it's interesting because I've I've got is it here I'm not gonna get it out now but I've got my diary somewhere mm. and I, I kept it all the way through school and I think there's like an entry in there from when I was like maybe 13 or something and I'm like it kind of it, yeah I documenting my first experience but not understanding what's going on I was just kind of like a very confused kid like I don't know what these feelings <laughs> are um, so I guess I was trying to make sense of it from like early teens. But then being aware of like it being real anxiousness is probably when I went to university and I was met with a whole lot of people very quickly and it was very intense social environments. And I was like, I can't cope with this. <laughs> and, uh, I think that's when I realized I had like, uh, yeah, social uh-huh. anxiety first and then it just snowballed into my adult years. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it fun when it pops up when you're in, when, when, when you don't need it the most, it pops up the strongest. It's like when you yeah, go yeah. when you're when you're doing something like going to university and you're like leaving home for the first time and you're going to this new place with a new adventure where you you don't know what to expect and you mm. your your mind is racing with what you think you're gonna expect and, and it's just oh man yeah that and yeah, then exactly. and then you have. Oh yeah, and also I don't function well in this environment. <laughs> yeah. So on top of everything else, my brain yeah. is against me right now. It, it, uh, it's, it's hard because at university as well, I had people that were kind of mistaking me for someone who was rude. When actually I was just like mm. incredibly anxious, I couldn't even like make eye contact right. and I couldn't like communicate well. And then that would just be another like layer like oh they hate me because i'm rude but i'm not rude i'm just <laughs> really nice i promise <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. i got that too i get that too sometimes i'll just be i'll just have rbf i'll just rbf all day long. i got resting bitch face all day long all right. when i'm uncomfortable <laughs> and i'm just you know it, i'm just but I'm, it was more when i was younger but but yeah, you just walk around not making eye contact with people, and people are just like, "Who's this asshole?" Like, okay, <laughs> I guess it's like, "Sorry, yeah. bro, I didn't, I, I didn't know." You know, it, when you think about it, when I think about it, I remember being like in like fourth or fifth grade and recognizing that I had this thing. Like, I wanted to ask a question, but I felt too stupid to ask a question, so like I didn't mm-hmm. ask a question. And I remember thinking, um, I remember sitting there thinking, "I was like, holy shit." Like, I have to, like, push through this. This is something I'm going to have mm-hmm. to push through. Um, yeah. do, do, you, do you have moments where you, um, where you push through and, uh, and, and it doesn't work out? Like, it, or, or I guess, no, that's not a good yeah. question. Do you, how do you feel when you push through those moments of, of, of dread and anxiety and then you push through it, you do what you're supposed to do, and then you, you're on the other side? How do you feel? I think... The, the example that comes to mind with that is like 
when I first started playing live, that's when I'd get like such bad anxiety. Yeah. I'd be like throwing up before going on stage. Oh God, yeah. I used to like hide before I was going on until the very last second when I had to go on and sing. Like, it was terrible. I was really, really nervous. Yeah. Um, and, but it was, yeah, it was confusing because that was anxiety around something that was so important to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, going up, it felt grim. I was like feeling sick. And then out on the other side of that, there is a sense of like, oh, I, f- I do feel good about pushing through, but it takes a while for that to kick in because mm-hmm. the anxiety is still like just bubbles afterwards yeah. and it's kind of like was that even fun um <laughs> yeah. yeah. i'm just like do i like this yeah, <laughs> yeah like, what am i doing yeah um but i think like it takes a little while but after when you look back i mean i don't do this often enough and i think i need to give myself more credit for the stuff i've done and like how hard it's been for me and how i've just done it anyway but it's in those moments when i look back and i think it feels good like give myself a bit of credit for those times yeah but it takes a while to get to that point hmm. yeah no yeah I, I can see that i can see that yeah you're right after a gig or something you're you're just you're you're on adrenaline and people are probably yeah. you know i don't know people are probably coming up to you like that was awesome and they're oh all like God. trying to I'm touch like you punching them off i'm like get away from <laughs> no! me i can't talk to you <laughs> i was uh i was talking actually yesterday my guest yesterday uh she had a, she was a, are you familiar with Boys the Men, uh, R and B group, American R and R and B group? Um, that's okay. It's okay. They're, they're they they were big in the nineties. It's all good. But she was on tour with them um, in a girl group that she had won. Like she won a spot on this girl group that was opening for this huge band. And 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 when I say huge in America, like these guys were just like crazy huge like just every girl loved them panties everywhere they were just they were singing sexy pretty songs you know i'm bending knee you can't you can't go wrong with that uh but (laughs) they uh but she was faced with this um she thought she wanted that right like she won this opportunity to be in this band that had management that had a deal that they had the trajectory was going up like they were they were next you know they were next to break and she went through it she won the spot and she was touring with this big band uh you know and doing these huge arena shows and afterwards you know there was girls trying to get to the boys the men guys and then the you know people coming up to you the the horrible schedules and then people wanted her to dress in ways that she was uncomfortable mm-hmm. and so she thought she wanted something like the fame and fortune and she ended up walking away from it all because she decided that that wasn't for her and it's like for some people it's not for them you know it's not yeah. and and, but she's a great performer and she still performs. It's just that's not what she wanted to do with music. And I think mm-hmm. that that's really brave, you know, to like recognize that, to recognize yeah. that this is like, this is not what I want to do. And this is, but, and, and to walk away from that. And she said that also she was in a lot of debt afterwards and she didn't pay him. <laughs> because when, because when you're in a, when you're signing a, a, a record deal, um, you owe that record company for everything they spend money on you if if they mm-hmm. if they're promoting your album if they're if they're renting out the viper room in la to showcase you in front of some a&r people you're paying for that so she ended up walking away <laughs> with a lot of debt that she never paid which you know i thought that was hilarious because she's like i ain't paid nothing <laughs> and i ain't gonna 
but but you know like like the character i think it speaks uh, about the character of people who who do who do go through that and push through things and then find out that that's not for them you know and and in her case it was not for them in your case it's Mm -hmm. like i threw up but i want to do it again yeah it's kind of a combination it's confusing sometimes because i i don't think i would want to get to a level of like all that fame and all that Mm -hmm. stuff i just don't think that is what i'd like but just to be able to share with like medium audiences (laughs) can i just get a medium audience (laughs) yeah like just not tip over the edge that it becomes scary like Sometimes you turn up when I'd play shows and I'd be like praying that no one turns up, which is awful because like I want to freaking play shows for people. And then when there's like a big crowd, I'm like, nah. Don't you people have a life? Don't <laughs> you have yeah, something better just... to do? <laughs> that's that's so really like, funny that you're sitting there like hoping no one comes to your gig because you're t- so <laughs> bad uh, it's funny now but i'm sure in the moment it was it's just horrifying it's not it's not a good place to be honestly when you're it's just so confusing for myself to be like yeah. oh, i hope no one's here and like people are like what are you talking about i'm like i just don't want anyone to be here tonight and it's like what's going on in my brain <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is yeah our brains will turn on us and it, it's just it's it's a you know what's interesting about the brain is that um y- as much as that it'll turn on you you can actually train it to like stop doing that just by like repeating certain mm-hmm. things like what a yeah. lot of people like a- a self-affirmation you know like sitting and looking in the mirror which i think when i first heard of it I heard from it from um, Saturday Night Live making fun of it from Al Franken, which I don't expect you to know who that is. Uh, but it's uh, it, it was just a very uh, to me it looked really stupid, right? Like, can you imagine sitting in the mirror? I mean, anybody who hasn't done this and knows that that actually does work. But sitting in the mirror and be like, you are good enough. You are good enough. I love you. I love myself. I love I myself. Done that. Dude, it sounds so stupid to me. To me, it sounds stupid, but it freaking works. It's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Your brain can it's... your brain can control you, but you can actually carve new neural pathways just by repeating words that you don't even have to believe yeah. it. But if you do it over and over enough, your brain starts to stupidly tell you that you believe, which is not stupid, actually. It's very <laughs> complex and amazing that you can just talk yourself into liking yourself, which, who knew? Yeah. <laughs> who knew? It's funny because, like, it's definitely it is a thing, and mm-hmm. I think I forget. I can easily advise people this kind of stuff that when it comes to yourself, it's it's hard to kick things into motion and, mm-hmm. like, do these kind of things. It is. Part of it is to have a counter voice to the negative voice. Yeah, yeah Velda's yeah absolutely true. yeah Very well it, it's yeah that negative voice is the thing that you're trying to silence when you're doing you these drown things. it out <laughs> it is you know like there, to the point where um i've learned to because like i'm sure you've had this moment where you're sitting there and you're just thinking about the same bad thing that makes whatever is inciting your anxiety or whatever you, your dread And you're just thinking about it and you just keep thinking about it and you just keep and you're just getting yourself worked up and you just keep getting yourself worked up until you're in this frenzy. And I mean, it it, literally I had to learn how to distract my own brain from itself, which sounds ridiculous. (laughs) But like it's like as soon you got to like recognize it. Uh, Have have you ever done like uh, any kind of meditation or anything like that? Mindfulness? Yeah, I've. 
I've like started doing meditation mm. about 50 times in my life. I'm now on my like 50th time for the last time yeah. I'm trying to do meditation because I know it would be really good for me. But I have just the worst attention span. I find it very, very difficult. Um, but I'm determined right. to do it. I'm so with you. It's so hard. It's so hard. I've gotten good enough to where I can go for about like five minutes, but then my brain is yeah, just get drifts. <laughs> yeah, bro, we're doing this it. Makes up <laughs> we're doing a huge, baby. We're doing a huge. Uh, it's a, it's, but, but the, just the act of doing it and, and, that even though know, you're saying like I have a hard time doing, it. you don't have to just you know clear your mind. It doesn't have to be that. It can be you just having mm-hmm. thoughts, but you got to let them go. That's the biggest thing is letting thoughts go and coming back to whatever your mantra or if you count or if this is this is my mantra by the way, everybody. I, I don't know if you have one. You can share if you'd like, but I breathe in and I also pr- practice belly breathing. Why I do it? Because I'm trying to sing better. So I breathe in, uh, I breathe in for a count, what is it, a count of four and a count of eight on the way out. But when I breathe in, it's, uh, what is it, I love myself. So that's your four count going off of the syllables. So that's in. And then breathing out is, so I can love other people. And that's how I did it for myself. So that's eight count right there. That's my mantra. Is I I, I love it. I I love myself so I can love other people, and that's what I've done. I've done for months, and and it freaking helps. And it helps. And as and as silly as it sounds to some people, I'm sure it sounds silly. I'm sure it does, but it helps. That's great. It made a difference. Do you have a mantra or something that you do to try to get into that mode? Not really. I, I've not been doing it. I've not stuck with it long enough to get to the point where I've developed a mantra. That's okay. Um, but I used to like, I used to go running back when I mm. moved my body. And um, <laughs> I used to have like a running mantra. And it was, it's kind of similar vibe to what you were saying. I can't remember exactly what it is, but kind of positive things about myself. Like I am X, I am Y, I am Z. Just all the things I thought I wasn't, but telling myself I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great because running and exercise is another form of meditation, right? I mean, mm, I yeah. would I would say so to uh, focus Definitely. in on body movements to because like especially when you're running, you can run incorrectly and actually mess yourself up. So like you're focusing on breath and focusing on movement, and so you mm. are sort of taking yourself out of um, out of the out of you know the past or the future. And you're bringing yourself into the present by sort of focusing and then and then whatever else you're trying to tell yourself in that time. I think the idea is that you need your brain to just be open for suggestion and 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 and, and not be confined to a certain type of thought, Uh, you know, whether negative or negative thought. It can't be attached to some other kind of negative thought because you want it to be open for you know the positive stuff that you're trying to feed in oh, it's, yeah. it's it's a very complex <laughs> thing but again yes. when you say it out loud for me personally but I, i'm i'm cynical i'm, I'm but <laughs> but when you say it out loud personally i'm just like that sounds so stupid but i do no, it no you own it, own it. it and you're spreading a good message by yeah, telling people so and yeah. not being ashamed of it it's a really good thing to oh well i'm not ashamed of it but it, it but i'm not also i'm also not ashamed to admit that i've thought it was stupid and, and avoided doing it for many years mm-hmm. because I thought it was dumb. And um, once I got into it, it was like, oh, 
<laughs> I see now. This can actually help. Yeah, yeah this can really help. Uh, what helps me with meditation is having something physical to focus on, which isn't always the same thing that works. Sometimes it's uh, the sound of cars. Sometimes it's just my breath. Sometimes it's my incense and just focus on the smell or the shapes the smokes make. That's great. Mm. I've never tried it. Yeah. Maybe it's time to give it a go. Yeah, Mr. Chick, you never know. You never know. It might change your life or you might just be bored and think of something. So it's fine. Yeah. Either way. It's, it's definitely worth it. I, I think it's worth it. And, and, and again, it's like people think that they have to like absolutely clear their minds. Like that's the only way it works mm-hmm. and they can't have any other thoughts. But really, it's training your brain to sort of let go of thoughts and to get back yeah. to the focus and back to the now. And yeah, I, I just feel like that that's sort of missing in today's society <laughs> is that we don't mm. take that that second to sort of think of things again, like be, we yeah. just are reactionary. We're not taking a second, okay. like that split second of mindfulness, you know, could mm-hmm. save you an, a horrible argument on Facebook, you know, right. or. Or, yeah. or, or taking that second can avoid, you know, road rage, you know, or, or spreading mm-hmm. that kind of that the, the seed of. of anger, you know, like because you could plant seeds yeah. of anger on other people or push your anger on other people just to make That's yourself true. feel better. But if you take that second and try to realize what it is and where it's coming from, maybe mm-hmm. that one second you took to be mindful will save you like days or hours or years mm-hmm. of misery and so and being yeah. married let me tell you <laughs> that it's some crucial advice yeah I'm, just, I'm taking notes i'm taking notes here sometimes it's better just to keep your mouth shut too just shut the fuck up <laughs> shut up mike yep just shut up <laughs> just, i say shut up mike all the time <laughs> right <laughs> ellie knows ellie knows <laughs> uh, okay i i suppose we could uh, we could get to this next question here um uh, let me see. Uh, mark as complete. Okay. Uh, the important question. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza. And this is from Mr. Chick. Oh. Um, no. No. <laughs> A simple, Just, simple no. Why not? No. What, what's, <laughs> no. Why not? Why not, Ellie? Why, why, do you, why do you hate pineapple so much? Yeah. I love pineapple when it's fresh and cold and out the fridge and on, on its own, um, but not on a pizza next to my tomatoes. It's <laughs> weird, man. I, you know, I'm not a fan either. My wife, who she just recently found out about pineapple on pizza, and then she thought it was amazing. I was like, "What? Are you, this is old. Like, this, this, is, this is not." We divide it, aren't we? Like, there's people who divided. love it, people who think it's gross. I don't think that hot pineapple. I don't. I don't think hot pineapple should exist. Is what I'm saying. Hot pineapple never. <laughs> Sounded great. Pineapple on pizza. You know what? I'll eat it. I'll eat it. Okay. Look, it's pizza. At the end of the day, it's pizza. I'm going to eat it. It's, it's, it's carbs and cheese. And I'm just going to stuff it in. I mean, if it was pineapple pizza or no pizza, it would be pineapple pizza. Right. And, and the thing about pineapple is it comes right off. It comes right off. You can just slick that Slick it off. <laughs> it comes right off. Uh, but it's, uh, it's definitely not my favorite. Chat also, seems to be loving pineapple. We're very outnumbered yeah, here. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we are. Under, well, you're wrong. It's delicious. Okay. Well, your favorite today. Hi, by the way. Welcome. Uh, pineapple just makes it even better. I've had a dessert with warm pineapple and custard. It was so good. You know what? That does make sense because I could right? see like a um, 
I could see like a pineapple, like a freshly baked pineapple sweetbread or something, like a yeah, like it's angel supposed to be that food cut, you know, like fresh out of the oven, and it might be good. But but I guess it's the idea of hot pineapple and salt. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm sorry, people. Everyone's Everybody has their own opinions, okay? <laughs> I won't apologize. I take my sorry back. I don't like hot pineapple, okay? The kind of worms. Okay, we're moving on. This is too divisive. I feel like... I feel like it's turning into an American election here. Okay, let's go. Let's moving on. Uh, do you have any snacks? I see that it's all turning oh, you, into food. Who asked this question? Uh, Lewin. Lewin asked that question. I know why they're asking that question. And I do have some snacks here. I've bought some protein bars. So I've got some protein flapjacks. Oh, flapjacks. Now, do you know flapjack? Do you have flapjacks? Where I you think are? flapjack flapjacks are different in the UK than it is here. Flapjacks here are just pancakes. And they're just oh really? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. What are flapjacks in the UK? Are they like potatoes oh, I have or no something? Idea what other word I'd use in place of a flapjack? It's like an OT, oh. so fairly soft OT biscuit. Ah, I see. I see. Oh, it's like you know what I think. Did someone say fried mush? No Amelia Ray music. No one said fried mush. <laughs> but kind what? of. No, Amelia Ray. Look, I, I came in Amelia, which by the way, I don't know if we've already shot out Amelia, but we're going to shoot shoot her out again. What? <laughs> All right. I uh, know I went in her chat and, and just started dropping fried. Fried mush is a, a very Midwest American meal that that that's goes back to like the civil war and like slavery and all that crap it's like uh it, it's it, it's i don't know why it ended up being a midwest uh delicacy breakfast delicacy but basically it's corn mush that's like been rolled compressed into like a roll like a sausage roll and then you oh <laughs> you cut Sorry. it no it's all good you cut it up into little things and you serve them and you fry them in butter and then you serve it with uh, honey and uh, syrup, and uh, it sounds kind of nice actually. It's not it's bad. Really it's not bad. Honestly, it sounds worse than it is. It's pretty amazing, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> for whatever reason, it, like they sell it at the like at the like major uh, food market here, the major grocery store here. So like, it's on the shelves it's that. It's 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 just weird because no one knows what it is. Everyone thinks it's weird and like, why would you eat corn mushy stuff? My wife is from California and she's like, I'm not eating that. I'm not I'm not eating it. It's like it's it's, it's I'm not eating that. Definitely, definitely. But you know what? Your your favorite today, fried mush is the best. Um, okay. Do you usually play video games? I've always been. I've always had a curiosity. And that's from, Me? yes, Wheelow Pest, Wheelow Pesty 3. I'm say <laughs> things wrong. Jamie, is it Jamie? If I remember. Mm. Um, do I play video games? I, I played them growing up. I, I grew up with two brothers and they were very, very into gaming. And I, you know, tried to be in the crew with them. And we were all like kind of a similar level as we were growing up playing games. And then there came a point when they peeled off to the right and actually were good at them. And I was not. So <laughs> I do occasionally play games now, but it's just like, I'm not that good at them. And it's just <laughs> like 
<laughs> fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically. Do you guys do you do gaming streams at all, or is it all music? Uh, I did a couple, but I found them quite. I don't know. I found them quite stressful because my gaming me as a gaming person and then me as a music streamer i feel like it was two completely different people like when i'm gaming i'm just like swearing and like <laughs> being really like sh- sh- i don't know shouty and i'm just like oh, do people want to watch this um <laughs> i don't know it was just kind of stressful i was like i think i'd rather play these in private <laughs> and just like <laughs> say really really awful things aloud um so yeah so, so you you you've done it, but yeah, I feel the same way because I want to do like a production stream, but I'm the same way with you how you are with video games. I'm just like, what the? F- Why did you do that? No, that's not what I said. To- you stupid mother. <laughs> yeah, and then I just get mad yeah. and like this is not what I wanted. That is not what I heard in my head. That is wrong. You are wrong, MacBook Pro. You are a wrong MacBook. That is not what I hear yeah. in my head. Uh, yeah, I feel it. I had, so I did a I few production streams, similar things. Oh, wait, do, you, do you cuss at inanimate objects as well when you're producing? Yeah, I just mute the mic and was like, <laughs> <laughs> people never know. People never know. It's funny because like I'm not in my day to day life. I swear so much, and then since I've been streaming, I don't know how I've decided this, but I've just decided that I'm not going to be someone who swears on stream, and I've. Like, it's quite difficult because sometimes I do want to. And I'm like, do I? <laughs> um, should I? <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. It's my life. <laughs> and that's my life. Um, oh man. What are you saying? Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Sorry, there we go. Uh, okay. Well, I, I like that. I like that video game question because, uh, you know, this is Twitch, baby. People want to know. Yeah. People want to know if you're gaming. I've started to play chess, though, which I keep talking about, and I need people to practice with. So if anyone wants to play me at chess, that'd be great. Uh, are you playing it on stream, or are you just playing for fun? Just for fun. Mm. <clears throat> I bought, we got a little uh, chess board for Christmas, so I've been like playing with that. And uh, my score is like the lowest it could possibly be, though, on all the apps. So I need some help <laughs> getting above that. But I do enjoy it. It's about strategy, I guess. Um, yeah. But it's like if you're not, it's like chess is one of those things that like, if you're really into it, you're really into it. But like, like I like it and I think it's fun and it makes me feel smart when I'm playing it. But I, I, I think that's why I like it. <laughs> but, I used to hate it. Yeah. I used to. I was a guy once and he tried to get me into chess and I was like, you, you no, I'm never playing this with you. <laughs> And now I've like watched the Queen's Gambit and I'm like, I want to be smart. <laughs> so <laughs> kind yeah. of try. Like, yeah, it, 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 but, it, but, but it is fun and it does exercise a certain part of your brain that, uh, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's cool. It's fun. It makes the cogs turn. I can feel my cogs really turning mm-hmm. and it's good to do that because, like I said, my attention span is normally crazy. So right. it's kind of good to practice that. Do you, uh, do you read at all? Do you read books or do you... No. Yeah, I I read um m- mostly f- uh, nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, probably because I don't know. I find it hard to to like stick with a fiction book. Ah, uh, um, the make 'em ups. But, sorry. The ma- I've heard someone call them the make 'em ups. The the, oh, the book make 'em ups. The the books where people just make shit up and just and throw them out into the world. 
but I think I I want to try and like get better at reading books that are fiction because I think it would be good to just take yourself out of reality for mm. a bit and I guess that's another form of meditation when yeah. I have managed to read a book it's really like just takes you away for sure kind of thing. Heck but yeah. um I'm really like I get a bit obsessed with wanting to be productive all the time. So I'm like, if I'm going to read a book, I need to learn something. Yeah. I need to be learning all the time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of what What, what kind of nonfiction books do you read? Um, mostly like psychology. Uh, they could be self-help books, mm -hmm. but stuff that all about like the brain, like, oh. uh, like neuroplasticity and just like, yeah, I, I'm trying to imagine my bookshelf in my mind right now, and I can't see it. Yeah, but we'll go with the brain. The brain, no, uh, I'm, I'm me too. I'm I'm totally into that stuff. I I'm like um, the, like one of the last books I read about psychology is like how to tell if someone's lying because like and it was written by this FBI agent who um, uh, who was a negotiator or not negotiator an interrogating uh, interrogator, uh, for terrorists. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and and so they sort of go through all the like the tips and stuff on how to sort of point it out, and like I'm really into like uh, like uh, like watching real interrogations. There's this really cool uh, uh, YouTube channel called JCS, I believe, or JSC, and uh, they uh, do like interrogation analysis where they actually they'll break down like body movement. They'll break down like why someone's saying something, like you know, like. It, why someone's their legs shaking like wow, why they're yeah they'll they'll say stuff like uh here you can see where she's uh where she's talking she she completely ignores the question by the detective by diverting attention to a nonsensical stream of consciousness that just to try to throw the detective off but it doesn't work because the next thing the detective says is let's get back to this you know so <laughs> it, it's really really cool but I, i'm into that too uh, what's the what's the last book that you read that nonfiction book that really stuck with you that really was like wow? Um, oh, I'm tempted to go onto my like Goodreads page and try and remember. It's the thing I have an awful memory and I have this with <laughs> books and films. Like I can watch and read stuff and then forget it all. <laughs> I don't retain anything. I have to go back and read it again. <laughs> um, let me just try and think. The sure. last book that really stuck oh, it obviously didn't stick enough i can't remember <laughs> it's all good it's all good well, you're talking about free.com sorry carry on you uh you you uh you mentioned neuroplasticity what 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 have you read about that yeah so that was an interesting book talking about how like a lot of people think that once you get past a certain age into adulthood and, and beyond that your brain just stops and there's no point learning new stuff and uh, teaching yourself things. And it just talks a lot about and gives examples of different studies, how it's just totally false and the brain can always just keep making new, try and quote it correctly without being dumb here, just like building... <laughs> science building new pathways and like creating uh those new pathways in the brain so you can always um like teach yourself new stuff and the brain can always just adapt and grow and stuff and it's never it's never the end yeah 
No, that that's I mean, God, we were just talking about that. I think I think that's yeah. exactly what we were talking about. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that's part of neuroplasticity is is just repeating stuff back to yourself and trying to get mm -hmm. it to sort of create those new yeah. neural pathways to pathways to love yourself instead of the alternative so it's uh yeah it, that that's that's awesome uh, have you ever read any uh anything by jordan peterson he's sort of like one of those self-help guys he's kind of hated in some circles um, but did he read did he write that 12 mm -hmm. 12 yeah, 12 rules it. for life i think yeah i got through that like two-thirds of the way through and i didn't finish it and i can't remember why but i just I can't remember. Yeah, I like some of it, but then he has like some controversial views or something. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he he has controversial views on like uh, I think it's because of his studies on the studies that he's just actually repeating. It's not actually even his yeah. work that he's he's just repeating work on. Uh, like some of it is on like how women how women choose to what fields women choose to go into work, and and. Uh, and why they're i think he was kind of touching on pay gap stuff i can't remember the controversy mm -hmm. it ended up being kind of blown out of proportion and um and again mm -hmm. he was just sort of reporting on on um numbers that he found but i can't remember so who cares but i was just curious it for, well for me that book was sort of helpful it has some really interesting points in it though like uh one of the rules that he says is like clean your room and, uh, mm. and, and and start there because a lot of people will live in dismay. And so before you go out into the world and, and try to like tell other people how to live, clean your room as a metaphor and and li literally clean your room, but also try to, uh, uh, you know, get your stuff in order, get your life in order. And, and I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember anything. It's yeah, really I know annoying. me neither. That was the thing. Like, it's like I'm trying to like talk on my... I'm like... I, nothing <laughs> when you're young uh, you have lots of time to learn stuff when you're older you have all the responsibilities you feel like you can't learn things mainly because you don't have as much time to learn yeah totally that's a truth in that yeah definitely yeah you, you get Life some, gets more hectic and right it fills up with things i know it's like when i see like my nieces and my nephews and stuff they're they're young right now it's like man just learn as much as you can right now because it's because yeah. it, it does get harder only because there's more distractions i think yeah right and plus you you're going on with the momentum of your day and you're just in your life and you know you're introducing something new and it's different and it's changed and people don't like change people like routine and it's like when you're trying to introduce a yeah. new idea it's like oh man now i gotta learn this whole new idea ah <laughs> That's yeah, how, yeah. That's how I feel about fit. the stream deck. <laughs> I this, oh, really? I, I still don't know how to use mine either. <laughs> so, I've I got it. Like, I'm a real streamer now. Yeah, <laughs> I got this deck. I don't know how to use it. I, honestly, it's just sitting there. I, I don't, like, I, like I, I don't fear it, but I, uh, I'm not looking forward to, like, I, I am looking forward to it, but it's, like, I'm not looking forward to carving out the time to try to get this done because it's like, oh my God. And then you got to learn everything and then you got to map it and stuff. And it's probably way easier than I'm, uh, I'm telling myself. Yeah. That okay. part is the easy part. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> What's the hard the part? The hard part. I think it's being like thinking of the ideas of how to use it creatively. Mm. I've just not like dived into it deep enough. Like I'm sure I could do more fun things with it, but at the moment I do things like, 
just put my raid call in chat and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's just like shortcuts. <laughs> yeah. I want to do more like fun things with it. Right. But I don't know yet. You, I'm not, don't you have like a, a close up or a perspective thing that you do too? Or I don't have that. No. Oh, okay. See, I, that's the thing. When, when you spend when you spend your life in all these different streams, they all start meshing yep. together. Merge together. <laughs> it's like, because <laughs> that, that, that's the, a fun thing. Yeah, see, I don't even know how to do that. I'm a, who knows? It's funny because I before streaming, I thought I was on the on the like scale of being tech savvy. I thought I was way at the top, and then <laughs> I streaming, and I'm like, oh my god, down I go. It's been a huge learning curve. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. What? Why did you have? Why were you so confident in your? <laughs> Well, yeah, because, you know, like, I mean, do you work, did you work with computers and stuff? Maybe I shouldn't have been as confident as I was, now I think about it. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's great. I mean, you went into it like, yeah, I got this. But then you just had to learn a few things. Like, computery, like, my degree is in animation and special effects. So, Ah. like, I've spent a lot of time on programs and, like, you know, doing computery stuff. And uh, I just find tech stuff in general interesting. So right. I thought, I've got this. Going forward, every single field now I've got. Yeah. But how the world works. Oh, how, that moment when I realized the Mac, Macs are garbage for, for streaming. It's like that oh, moment. I, when, oh, I used to stream two laptops. Oh, wow. oh it's awful. <laughs> it, it is. So it is awful. And it's not even it's not even our fault. It's just Macs are just not built for that. That's just not yeah. what they do. But but like what, like me, you probably learned how to do all the stuff on a Mac, right? Like you learned how to do editing and your animation and your 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 DAWs on a Mac and all that. Did you, so? Were you familiar yeah. with Macs and then had to like sort of expand to the PC, or did you sort of have a good balance on both of them? I think my growing up, it's always been. It was PC back when I was a, a wee lass because <laughs> I didn't know what Mac was. So right. it was like PCs, Mac, mm. back to a big PC when I did animation because it was better for animation at the time. Oh, cool. And then back to a Mac when I started getting into music. It's been like yeah, toing and froing. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm confident with the both. Yeah. Confident. That's tight. Yeah. You had a good, you got a good exposure of both. So you sort of knew the. Yeah, I, I kind of had that same thing too, where like I learned like um, like the Adobe Suite and all those things on on a, on a PC, so I had a understanding of that. But then like all my all music is on on a Mac, so I had a good understanding. But like that means nothing, right? <laughs> like, it means nothing yeah. that you did all that. I know PC. You don't really. Yeah, don't yeah. Either. As soon as you start trying to see stream, it's like all that goes down to crapper. But what yeah. what is cool is that you're able to bring those talents that you like animation and and drawing and and your own music, and you're able to bring that to the stream. Did you draw? Is that a self portrait? That that the your profile picture? Uh the one where I like an elf. Uh, the one where you're just in space, your your Twitch profile picture. That one, it was a commission from another artist. It's just taken from a photograph, and she's done some kind of like thingy over the top. Mm. So yeah, that was a different artist. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I've done all kinds of like drawing stuff because I wanted to be a tattooist at one point, and I was like getting really into drawing designs that were like kind of tattooy. Yeah. Uh, and then I used to want to just do illustration and like digital painting and stuff. So I did a lot of that. 
and just had a bit of you know all the fingers and all the pies at one point <laughs> what which is a, do do you feel like that has been something do you feel like that sort of having this jack of all trades type of um uh ambition do you feel like that it's taken you further or do you feel like it's held hold, held you back in any ways Ah, oh, so good question. I feel like overall it's it's held me back in that it's taken me longer to go all in with music, mm. I think, because I was so like I spent a lot of time being like, well, what like how do I pick this? How do I pick between all these things that I've like tested out and um I still feel like I I didn't I don't say they're wasted years, like when I experimented with different types of art because it's like a little bit of me that's been left on all the. I've got loads of drawings here. I thought I was going to bring and show you, but I'm Please. too shy now. So. Oh no! I, I think I think we're going to need it. I'll I think we're going to need some well, drawings. One, but what? this is the kind of thing I mean. Like, <laughs> it's really weird that the stuff I used to draw is really weird and really dark. Well, that's trippy. awesome though. But I mean, I, I'm I'm guessing that that's part of your appeal is that you're this really nice person that's into this sort of like dark thing. This is a strange combination. So this. <laughs> The words on this say, you want to go to the seaside, uh, <laughs> please join me for a swim. And then it's just like this really creepy uh, Dude cone with, man. With his um, entrails spilling into the ocean. I love it. Yeah, exactly. And then um, this one, this one says absolute savage. And I don't know why I wrote that, but I did. And it's just like these crazy little heads. Um, woo. And then uh, this is some... Can I show boobies? Oh yeah, it, it, as long as they're they're drawn, you can show boobies as long as they're drawn. Just, just drawn. <laughs> uh, these are like booby bat girls, and they're just like having the time of their lives. Wow. Um, yes, yeah, so I used to draw like really dark stuff like that, and they're just sitting around. But it's kind of cool because there's like a little part of me that's been put onto some kind of art form forever. Yeah. Yeah, heck yeah! It's a record that that you were here, that you did something more than just exist. That you never uh, meant to be. <laughs> do you uh, do you have like a day job that you that you have, or do you or are you just uh, streaming now or music? Uh, yeah, I guess the the day job is freelance vocalist now. Oh, sweet! So yeah, I was able to kind of go fully into that at the start of lockdown because I was gonna go and start working in schools. And then all the schools shut and I was like, Hey, I have no job. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I was, I did a little bit of freelance vocal work here and there for different people. And then I just decided to just crank it up. And then I realized that when I put in the time, it just kind of like, uh, yeah, kicked off. So I'm able to do that full time and then Twitch, like freelance yeah. vocals and Twitch is the, my thing. That is so cool that, that see, that was the, like, the thing is about the pandemic is that it's horrible obviously it's terrible and there's a lot of people suffering a lot of loss but if you were staying safe and you were in a you were in a place to do it or even if you weren't in a place to do it and you were just forced to do it like a lot of people use this time to sort of expand on whatever they were doing oh thank you it's just blaine it's just blaine thank you so much i'm sorry i'm sorry ellie here we go it's keeping me in check i'm alive i'm good i'm turning those down now that i have See, I, I was able to incorporate desktop audio now into my mixer, as were before I was using an external. Anyways, it's stupid. But 
now everything goes through one track and I got to like go back and fix my balances. But um, and also I've forgotten what we were talking about. So that's great. <laughs> uh, literally, yeah. what were we saying? Oh, did COVID's bad. Oh, yeah. COVID, <laughs> as much as it was terrible, there were so many people who like ran with it. Like, um, you know, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or anything. That's not what I'm doing. But like for me, I expanded my podcast into this and this is the first time my podcast has ever been profitable in seven years. <laughs> I just want to say that. And I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys because what I'm able to do now is 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 expand the podcast to Twitch, make it visual. It's I mean, it's incredible. But uh, but but like you, you you went and you found a whole new career of I mean, not like it's new, but like you were like, oh, I can just do this. I can just sing for people because. I can mine my talents and do something that I love instead of having to go and work in an office or whatever it is that you have to do to supplement life. And um, I love that. I love that you did that. What were you doing before the pandemic uh, as a day job? Um, Oh, thank you, Raina. (laughs) Yeah, for growth. (laughs) Um, Hi, Raina. Years for (laughs) growth. Oh, yeah. You said stuff. My day jobs, I feel like my whole life has been a series of day jobs that I've hated so much and <laughs> I've not crap about, I hope no one's watching this I used to work with. Um, and it's just been like fumbling through life in these jobs, like when all I really wanted to do was just do music. And it's like, I am grateful that the time during lockdown, it was like the, what, the kick up the ass I needed to kind of do stuff, but it's just shown me that I could have. I could have done this a long time ago if I just believed in myself a bit more and had a bit more confidence to like take the risk back then. But there's no point in saying, if only I did it before. So yeah, so I've done things like I used to be a lifeguard. <laughs> Shouldn't have been a lifeguard. Um, <laughs> I used to be, I've been a receptionist for so many different places. Uh, admin, that's why I can type so quick. And um, what else have I done? Just your average kind of office roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not saying like those jobs are like they've got their place and I like everyone, you know, it's all important work. But for me, like I struggled to like every job I had, I would leave either because of anxiety or because of oh, just anxiety. Anxiety <laughs> um, and the hatred of re- the job itself. Yeah, it was just like uh, just kind of questioning what I was doing. Like, why am I doing something I don't enjoy? And it would just be a constant cycle of quitting jobs, getting another one just to fill the time until I could do music and then this would go on for years and I just never like yeah just like took the risk until recently so wow yeah that that's that we have so much in common <laughs> it's like that's exactly how my life has been it's like it's like these off and on jobs that I hate and I don't care about and it's, it's like you it's like what even even though you're getting paid and you're is like you you're there and you you know even the, you get this job and you should be doing your best but it's just like I have no interest or want or like I have no motivation other than a paycheck to do this stupid thing that you want me to do. It's just like money's just not enough. You know, money's just not enough for me to be like, okay, I, I'll just deal with this. But it sucks too I because do feel bad though, yeah, sorry. No, 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 please, please. I, I just like because I do realize I had the thought I was in the shower the other day and I had this thought train actually. I was like, no, I'm like really privileged that I can have uh, uh, so many options of jobs that I can have like you know people struggle to get work and 
the opportunities I've had to be able to always have a job like I should I should be grateful for that and I am um but the overriding thing for me is always being my anxiety has just been so overpowering and like those jobs where I've been like I just like depressed really mm-hmm. and just like struggling with mental health has always been like really hard to see to be grateful for what I have when it's just like I don't want to be here because what's my life? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I, I know exactly um, what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. I've done it a lot. I've, I've done it so many times. And I feel like, and the thing is that I feel like a loser when I'm not, when I'm not working and I'm not like bringing in a, a, a decent amount of money. Like, like here in the States, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess, but it, it's just, I, I just feel like a loser, you know, like, and, and, I feel like a loser that I can't go to a job and just work a job and just be happy with that. And where, where, where the alternative is like, I make very little money playing once in a while, you know, well now I don't play at all. And all I'm doing is Twitch now, but you know, like I go out and play gigs and that's how I mostly got my money. And, um, and now, you know, now that that's gone, I just feel like I'm just, what am I doing? But mm-hmm. I, I know like I could go out and get a factory job right now, but what is that going to do? It's going to it's going to make me miserable. It's going to make everyone around me miserable because it's like if you're miserable, how can other people be enjoying their lives while you're just sitting there like, Whoa. And I know yeah. that it's going to eat me. It's going to eat me in a way that it's just it's it's awful and it's. <laughs> I mean, I might have to do that. I still might have to do that. It's not like I'm I'm out of the, you know, I'm, uh, uh, I still might have to go and get an office job or get a factory job. And that's scary. It's so scary. But it, it, and again, like I, I know I saw someone with the, the you know, office monkey, but, you know, I, different strokes for different folks. And, and of course, I'm not shitting on anybody who works at job, works at office jobs or works at factories. It's just me personally. I feel like I'm. I go nuts. I lose my fucking mind. Like I, 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 I I'm miserable. I'm unhappy. And like you, you get depressed because you're like, what am I even doing? I'm spending. I had a breakdown one job. I was. I ran out. I think I had like, I just the work was piling up and it was stuff that I cared less and less about. And then like I just <laughs> the, the team around me were awful people. And I just broke down. I was screaming in this like building. Like I don't want to be here. It's like broke down. And I was like fuck this i've done i just like took my badge off and run and that was like the worst example but the others have been way more like subtle leaving right yeah i've had one of those i've had one of those like i kicked a box and i said i don't fucking want to do this yeah yeah i've done that like you know what's embarrassing about my outburst was is that uh when i kicked the box i went i don't want to be here anymore my voice broke my voice broke like a pre-pubescent little turd. It broke. And I felt like such a child. I felt like such a small child as I'm like brooding out the front door of this stupid job. But it, it, but but then I also said horrible things to my boss, which I really regretted. I told her she was going to die alone eating. <laughs> I, you're going to die alone eating microwavable meals. So go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, it, it was awful. It, there was She didn't deserve that. She, didn't, she was just doing her job. But but that's the worst case. Yeah. And most of the other ones. One more. I left a, a waitressing job and I forgot to take the apron off and I ran out like, fuck this. And I was like, oh, shit. I have to go and give my apron back. <laughs> and I was like trying to undo the knot and it wouldn't undo. And I was like, 
I can't remember what happened. I think I blanked out after that. Oh wow, <laughs> that sucked. Uh, that 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 sucks. Yeah, that that I can imagine how you would feel. Just like oh, now I gotta go back there and give them back the thing. I wouldn't have. I would have just been like trash. Charge me for it. Don't charge me. I'm not going back. Too nice. Too nice. Oh, or at least. Ma- mail it back or send it with a coworker. I, I just after after making that kind of scene, I just want to go like bury my head in like in, 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 in at the bottom of the ocean because I'm just like that's I mean, when you have it's those funny. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Is it's funny in hindsight. We can laugh. Right. We can look back and laugh. But in situations. the moment it's it's horrible. After yeah. when you because uh, I, I get those outbursts too just in regular life and stuff. After those, how do you feel after you do those outbursts do you recall or are you usually in a state i don't know where are you at depends depends where they come from really like mm-hmm. my i've written a song recently it's called my demon and i and it's kind of a, about literally about this similar thing when like something in you like erupts and reacts to a certain thing when it's most of the time it's coming from like a place of pain rather than like um like actually meaning what you say. So in those situations, I feel really guilty when I've acted like that. Yeah. But when I know I'm in the right, I feel really good about it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you're right. It's about context. Yeah, because because yeah. if you're sitting there and, and you're really making a good point and you're just like, you're on it. Yeah, that feels good. That feels good. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, like even if I raise my voice now, like I'll get like um and depending on the situation, but even if I just raise my voice, just you know, in a conversation with somebody that you know, and it gets a little heated, I feel mm-hmm. like it just like almost immediately, you know, like after all the adrenaline's gone, after the you know, after everything is settled, it's just sad depression. Like oh, you fool! Like look what you've done! You've you've just ruined everything. It's it's a horrible <laughs> thing. But but knowing that feeling really helps me in controlling myself and that kind of goes back into being mindful because like i know that if i react in a, in a stupid way the uh, the the outcome is like i made everyone else mad i made myself mad but then i've also set myself up for being sad and and you know and, and you know anxiety and all the other thing yeah <laughs> um we have another question favorite band major influences and that's Triggering. from Lewin. Trigger. Trigger. <laughs> triggered. Triggered. Sorry. Sorry, Raina. I didn't mean to trigger you. She's she's recalling events. Oh no. Sending <laughs> you Raina. Yeah, it's all my fault. It's always my fault. I've I've learned I've learned that most of the time it's my fault. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna get involved. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. You can get involved. Hey, well, let's involve the whole chat, Raina. Let's let's bring everybody in on our personal life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's up, lovely ladies? Welcome, welcome. Thanks for being here. Uh, right. Uh, so, uh, I, what 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 what's your favorite bands or uh, and uh, major influences? That was from Lewin. Lewin. Peace up, Lewin. Peace, Peace up. up. Is that a thing? Yeah, sure. Now uh, it is. Peace up. Like. I have enjoyed a lot of different kind of music um, at the moment and probably for the rest of the time. I'll always kind of idolize uh, Grimes because she kind of inspired me to get into production and I think all of her music's awesome. Um, other artists, though, things like, things like, 
bands like Deftones. Um, I think growing up, I was quite inspired by Bon Iver, uh, City in Color, Dallas Green. Mm. Um, and then a lot of electronic music, like kind of some kind of techno-y stuff, like uh, Drum, which is D-J-R-U-M, which looks like DJ Rum, but mm. it's Drum. Um, Fortet, like the XX, stuff like that. Oh, okay, but- XX. Uh, I'm I I feel myself getting older and and quickly losing having this generational gap uh, closing in on me. Girl 2.0, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, hugs. Uh, I I definitely feel like I'm losing touch. But uh, talking to the youth really helps. It really does. But uh, but like I think the only person I know from that genre would be like Flume. Maybe is that even part of that? Would Flume? Definitely. Did some, I do it right? Our... Did I do it right, everybody? Flume. I'm not. I'm not part of the youth anymore. Oh. But I guess. <laughs> sure you are. Sure you are. You can't be a. You you can't be a day over twenty two. For real? Yeah, you look pretty young. I thought you were like in your early twenties. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I mean, like you look young. I mean, I get. I don't know how old you are, and you don't have to say if you don't want to. But you look like you're in I your do. early twenties. Okay, well, you're welcome. I'll take that. You're welcome. People think I'm like, look, I'm almost forty, and people think I'm like thirty or something. I'm like, well, thank you. It's flattering. That's true. Thank you. Thank you. Age chops. Anyway, age mage. Age mage. It's just a number, baby. It's just a number. What was the question? Is there a question? No, I was just, uh, I was just uh, presenting my knowledge of of electronic type music by saying flume. Flume. Yes, I did flume. Actually, we have somebody in the. Well, I don't know if they're still in the chat. No, I think he's lurking. But Wild but Sober is actually crazy talented producer on on Twitch. But in life in general, is just a, an amazing producer. Um, I I was just telling my wife, I was like, the way that these kids are producing and the way that they're doing it now, I fully believe that this is the future of where music is going. I mean. When you think back, like Skrillex, I remember watching or thinking, uh, I mean, even Skrillex is on Twitch, but Skrillex, uh, like he was one of those dudes that first sort of was using the piano roll to sort of write things. Have you ever seen anybody do that in the piano roll? And they're just like, click, 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 click. And then they made this like really complex beat and, and, and melody. Have you ever seen anybody do that? No, it's a thing, but I've never seen it happen. It's insane because I'm over here plucking away at keys at a MIDI controller, like, okay, boom, boom, boom. These kids are straight up just click, 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 copy, paste, oh, like- move this here, do this right here. And then there's this like insanely complex fucking, uh, uh, just the future of music. It's the future of fucking music. And um, <laughs> Wild But Sober is definitely on the forefront of it. And, and oh, I, just, I, I, respect it. I respect his skill so much. I'll um, have to check that out. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. He just started streaming, uh, what, like a couple months ago or something. So, yeah, he's great. He's great. Sometimes we use his music on the background here as well. Um, yeah. So, uh, so your major influences, you think, are like Deftones and, and the... Yeah. Uh, Wallpaint's another cool band mm-hmm. uh, that I like quite a lot. Um, like, I would say influenced by Bjork, but I know her music's... Some of her music's quite out there, but I do feel like she, she has influenced me somewhat in well, her like just. Ex- well, I, I mean, I hope you don't take this wrong, but some of your music is out there. 
in a good way in a good way yeah yeah i'm not trying to be that was not a i was not trying to dig at all and i was like just because it's very spacey and ethereal and i don't know thank you (laughs) i i hope you didn't take that wrong i really i mean i I have nothing but respect for what you do how are you doing today english uh well my english is terrible but i am doing okay (laughs) Uh, I'm, I'm I'm a bit nervous. Lovely lace. That's all. Uh, <laughs> butter when, butter on uh, on peanut butter. Uh, wait, hold on. Butter on peanut spread. DK Sakar. DK what's it? B- butter. What's butter sorry? on peanut spread. I don't know what that. I don't that that sounds uh, like some British stuff. I don't know what you guys uh, are doing over there. Spread. I'm trying to find the question in chat and I can't find it. Mm, hmm. Butter on peanut spread. Butter on peanut spread. Butter on peanut butter. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Butter on peanut butter. Okay, okay. That... Uh, is that a question? What are you saying? Yeah, like, that's a that's I... a question for the guest. Yes, that's for you from I... DK Sakar. I do that. Yes. Oh, I you do do that. Oh, so I that's do. like a thing that you do that they know that you do. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so wait, you guys, so you take butter and you, you make a butter and then a peanut butter and butter sandwich. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, uh, um, I just make toast. So I have like toast uh-huh. with butter and then peanut butter. Oh, and then little... oh that sounds delicious. That sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds amazing. My dad used to like straight up put like margarine spread, like not even real butter. Like I don't even know if you guys are allowed to sell margarine in fucking in in Europe. I, I, America has horrible food over here, but it's it's just like country crock or something. But like the off brand, you just take this huge thick thing and just spread it, and then you put like a bunch of peanut butter and eat that. You also like um, are, are you familiar with Velveeta cheese? Is Velveeta cheese a thing? Is it like baby bell? They like it's like a it's like a it's like a fake it's cheese cheese but it's like comes in a block and it doesn't need to be refrigerated you can just put it on the shelf and it's <laughs> no they don't sell unrefrigerated cheese here in the uk well here in america they do uh i even got it tattooed if you guys want to see that, that that's my velveta anyways it's a terrible processed cheese that my dad also liked to put on a butter sandwich so i'm just being gross Butter is my condiment of choice, and I know mm. butter isn't a condiment, but like, and butter margarine, I always get confused with what what it is, and like some of my community know that we had a long, lengthy discussion about <laughs> once, and uh, yeah, just just slab it on, just love it. Yeah, I love butter too, and in fact, I think you guys have like the good butter that's actually yellow. Oh, that that message is wrong. I'm, I forgot to change that. Cipher Deluxe is not today, everybody. So. Don't jump in the Discord right now. Or you can if you want. But but Cypher Deluxe is Friday. And if you guys got like a hot 16 that you got to spit or a song or a poem you want to spit, please do come through. Uh, that's uh, this Friday. Uh, no, it, it's uh, butter is amazing. And, and I think that you guys have like a very like we did like a cooking stream here um, oh. with my wife on my wife's uh, channel. And we had the butter out. <laughs> And the people in Australia were like, why is your butter so, like, white? Why is that white butter? <laughs> I'm just white butter. <laughs> it's white butter. It's because 
It's because it's awful, and it's 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 made in it, it's just terribly pasteurized, gross cream that they just throw into a black form. But yeah, but yeah. but it's supposed to be yellow, right? It's supposed to be like a nice shade of yellow. Sunshine yellow spread. Yeah, exactly. So we uh, over here, we got we got some we got some things we got to handle over here. <laughs> <laughs> some shit going on right now which i hear that things are going on over there too with the whole brexit thing which i didn't realize that that means that you guys can't go to other countries go to other countries within the european union uh without a passport I-, I i didn't realize that was like a big part of it i i just thought that you guys were just like we don't want the the euro we're like we're done with the euro we're doing us <laughs> I- i'm a yeah. man i don't know what i'm doing well, it's annoying recently, actually, there's been a, a bit of a kickback with the, the government have, uh, they basically denied um, musicians like this certain, the need to get this certain work visa to go and like touring musicians to go and play in different European countries. Oh. And uh, yeah, like the music industry are just like raged now by the whole like I can't reaction. Imagine. Support them. It's like this the coronavirus has hit musicians really hard and all the arts industries and like to to do something like that to make it even harder for people it's just like just <laughs> makes you want to go storm the storm the queen's place doesn't it what what, what is that called what is the queen's castle what is that what is it called buckingham palace there you go god i'm such an idiot yeah no i, I was making a really terrible joke because you know our capital had been invaded by Duck Dynasty, so we. Uh, yeah. Anyways, it was a bad joke, just terrible. Page, I'm on the page. Well, that's terrible. That that's fucking awful. So so now musicians can't get work visas. The tour tour the Euro Euro or tour Europe now. It's like like how is that gonna work? I, I mean, are they even gonna consider anything? Or is is there people? Is there something on the docket, like any kind of bills to change that? I don't know. That they're doing the whole, they do this a lot when they say like they rejected a certain proposal for something because they originally tried to get something even better, but because that was rejected by people that they then denied the next best thing, if that makes sense. I'm not very eloquent when I talk about politics because like I'm still learning like a lot about it. So, yeah, but, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm keeping a close eye on that though because well, that affects something you. I... Yeah. 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 Do, do you want to go back to gigging IRL now that you've sort of spent this last year in Twitch? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I really, really do. Yeah. Um, there's there's something obviously Twitch is amazing and I love it and I'll continue doing it until I die. <laughs> but this, this is something that I really do miss, even though it makes me feel super anxious. But about getting on stage and just like completely zoning out and knowing that there's a crowd in front of me it's just really cool i miss that a lot yeah yeah i i there was a point in the over you know as we're doing this and as twitch we got into twitch and as we're like getting more and more and down the twitch rabbit hole there was a point last year where i was like i'm never gigging again like this is the best because and then i would do the like because because there is something terrible when at like the end of the night it's like whatever, two in the morning or whatever, and you have to take home all this heavy equipment. And if it's winter, you have to carry it in and you got to, you know, like it's just there's so much involved in gigging IRL that so Twitch made it so nice for us. 
But now after after sort of being locked down for longer, I'm starting to sort of change my mind and I'm starting to get itchy. I kind of want to get back out there and, yes. and breathe in some... At the beginning, I was like, oh, this is great. I'm at home. I don't have to move. Yeah. But yeah, the longer time's gone on, it's like I miss, first of all, just seeing people in general, yeah. having conversations with like a real face, not just a screen. And you get a lot of that at gigs. It's just great to meet people in the, in the real flesh. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the one thing I think it has replaced for me, I used to do a bit of busking before mm. on Twitch. And I feel like it's been a replacement for that because yeah. it feels like a similar sort of thing like right in that way yeah that's what Raina was saying too Raina, my wife was saying that she she was like it's like this is like fucking awesome busking <laughs> it's like <laughs> without being like outside and have you know like without all the other stuff it's like cool busking uh, uh, what's it? uh yeah i agree with you a lot like it, it, it's really interesting uh, and comparatively to busking, it, it, it's, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. But I forgot what I was going to say. Dang it. Oh, well. Who cares? We'll, we'll ask this other question here. What's the question no one asked? Pixel Bob. <laughs> DK Cigar. What's the question no one asked? There you go. That's the, that's, the question. That's the question. How am I supposed to answer that? DK. <laughs> <laughs> the question no one asked. What's the answer no one gives? There you go. I think that's the answer. The forbidden question. I don't know what you're asking. The forbidden question. Oh, no. Forbidden. Forbidden. It's forbidden, folks. It's forbidden, guys. Wait, what were you thinking? It's forbidden. We don't do that. That sound gross. Now I remember why I uh, muted myself when I would take drinks of water. Because it sounds disgusting. Um... <laughs> So I, uh, it, do you have any plans on uh, once things are opened up and uh, getting back to it? Uh, are you considering doing like uh, more, more touring, like going, like getting out there more, or or just get, kind of staying in Manchester and doing going back to what you were doing? Uh, I think it would be good to start off easing myself back into mm. the Manchester. Um. I kind of just before lockdown, actually, I, I did decide to stop gigging to take a break to write some new stuff. So the idea was to go away and like write some new material and then go back to gigging once I had loads of new stuff because I was getting like a bit bored of the stuff I was playing. So I'm currently trying to write an album. So it'd be really cool once I finish that album this year to then hopefully like be able to then take that and gig with it. Um and yeah, I'd like to, it would be really cool to play in places further afield, but I would, if it's doable with the whole Brexit thing, um, <clears throat> I don't know how easy it will be, but I would love to like, like travel and, and gig. That would be like the dream. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, the, that I'm looking forward to it too. Um, my, my reggae band, we had some West Coast tours lined up last summer and they're trying to do something now, but it's like, I don't even know why they're trying to book things. Like right now, they're like, we're going to book, we're going to do Hawaii again, everybody. And I was like, who's booking, it, who's flying a bunch of fat guys over to Hawaii right now to gig? Like no one's flying anybody anywhere to gig. So I don't, I don't know yeah, what they're doing. Well, it's it's hard to plan, right? It's kind of hard to plan to do all that. Uh, I'm curious, were you doing, uh, were you doing, what kind of gigs were you doing? Were you doing like, uh, were you doing cover gigs or were you doing more like original gigs? Like what, what, where, where did you fall when you were playing? 
Uh, it was all original stuff. Um, there was occasionally one cover song that I'd, I'd put in just to break things up a little bit. There would just be me and my guitar. But it usually ended up being like solo sets. So it was just me and my, my laptop and my keyboard and my guitar. And I do stuff all like on my own. But then I had a few um, musician friends who were really talented and I decided to get them on board. So they... I taught them all my songs and gave them um, like the parts to play. So someone took the keys, someone else took the guitar. So I could focus on like doing more vocal mm. stuff live. And then, so we did a couple gigs, just it was the three of us and it was like a bigger kind of band sound rather than like my electronic-y stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah. Do, do you like, what What do you like better? Do you like the, the fuller band sound or do you like the control of being the one man band or the one person band? I'm sorry. My bad. Um, <laughs> I think I like, I did like feel like being a soloist because the one, the one of the things that made me want to do music on my own was because I was like, I, I've got this. Like, I, I don't need anyone to tell me anything. I'm like, I don't know. I had this phase and I was just like, nah i'm good i don't need you yeah um yeah for sure that well. but then like getting musicians in that were really up for learning my songs like i liked being the leader in that situation and like and we we're all really good friends so it wasn't like it was a lovely environment because they loved my music and i loved having them around playing the music um so i like being in a band if like i'm running it <laughs> yeah um i've been in bands before where like i don't think i've been taken seriously and like i've been kind of like pushed back and it's just rubbish like why um, do you think you were pushed back i don't know i don't know i mean one one band i used to be in um the guitarist was like oh you should bring your guitar along and like, maybe we could both do like guitar parts and then i brought my guitar along and it was just like completely shut down every single thing i try it was just shut down and i don't i don't know mm. why why but um I wasn't the most confident of people either, so I wouldn't be someone who would bite back and like shout my ideas in the group, like the old me. Mm. But I think the new me, it doesn't really stand for that anymore. And, and I'm not like a bossy at all, but when I have an idea of a project that I want to kind of take as my baby, I'm like quite into just leading it. Am I making sense? I don't know if I'm rambling. That makes perfect <laughs> sense because I'm married to my wife. <laughs> She's the same exact way. She's just like, I don't want to hear what you have to say at this point. And not that she's not up for like collaboration or listening to her band members, but she's definitely yeah. very much that like, I'm not going to take, I'm not playing second fiddle, especially to, in my own band, you know? So, yeah. and, and, and whereas I'm a, I'm a bit player, like I, I get mostly hired to play like keys or guitar or whatever. And so, mm -hmm. I, that's all I do is listen to what people say. It's like, hey, can you just turn down or can you can you play this for that part? Yeah, no problem. Whatever. You're paying me. I don't give a shit. You know, it's like you're I, I don't need to be comfortable being that person if there was like an already agreed thing that mm -hmm. that was the case. Like, right. I, I never like bossing people around or I like things to be fair and equal like in every area of my life. But if it's been like established that are you happy for me to lead you, then I would like jump into that role kind of thing. Yes. Yes, exactly, exactly. And it's the same for Raina as well. She's not like this dictator. It's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, but she is very much just like, oh, okay, well, do it the way I told you to do it. <laughs> it's like, oh, I like that you said that. I like, oh, okay, that's cool, but let's do it this way. Moves on. It's just like, it's very nice, but very direct, you know, and 
that's nice. Yeah, I like that. It's clear. It's good communication. Like, exactly, yeah. exactly. Communication is everything. I mean, like, cause when you're in a band, it's like you're in a band with basically you're in a relationship with other people. Like, like, it's pretty intimate as well. So it's like. You know, it, it's it, you, you just like you get tired of people's shit in relationships. You get tired of people's shit in that relationship and or oh, yeah. ego comes into play. And there's just a lot yeah. to manage. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, I was invited to. Um, sorry. Just the please, last no, thing no, no. I want to I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I was in a band and then I had to leave because I was moving city and I thought I'd build up quite a nice relationship with all of the members. And then I got uninvited to one of their weddings because I left the band. <laughs> it was probably, it was so weird. They were just like, man, you don't know what you're leaving behind. <laughs> Where are they now? Oh, I've, they deleted me off Facebook. I have no idea. Oh, man, they're <laughs> losers. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure they're nice people. Um, no, it's weird though. It's weird. Those kind of things because I have, I have a a friend from when I was a teenager who still is, who still holds a grudge that me and the other guitarist left. I was like, dude, we were like 16. <laughs> it's like, you're almost 40, bro. Like, who cares? It's really weird. It's really weird though, right? Like, cause like, a, like, like what I was saying is like, you're in a relationship and people take that shit seriously and they take the music seriously and. And I remember, I remember there was a couple of band breakups that felt like, like breakup breakups. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but it was still like, oh man, like a piece of you is, is dying, you know, and, yeah. and it's, it's sad. You get really into it and I guess you hold grudges sometimes. <laughs> I kind of hold a grudge against a band, but not, not too much. I don't really care, but it's still like, it's in the back of my head. You know what I'm saying? Like anytime I talk to them, anytime they comment on my Facebook, it's like, yeah, motherfucker, I know who you are. We play all you want. Uh, uh, okay, we got a couple more questions here. What artist would you love to tour with? That's a good one. That's a good one. And that's from uh, Mr. Chick. Mr. Chick. Uh, definitely up there. If I could play a tour with Grimes, I would like... I used to run a Grimes fan account. This is like a very embarrassing secret of mine. <laughs> um, I, I was obsessed. I still am a little bit. Yeah, if I could tour with Grimes, that would be like... A dream come true. Um, I guess like all the artists I mentioned before would be amazing. Like touring with Bjork would be sick. I can imagine the like crazy stage aesthetic we'd have together. Not that we'd be playing the same songs, but I imagine that that would be pretty cool. Uh, is, I is, like. Uh, is Grimes a woman? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wait, were She's they married. She's got a baby with Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Okay, I was just like, why is that so familiar? And then I googled it real quick. And I was like, wait a second, that's that's the musician who was married to uh, Elon. Okay, cool. I only know Grimes from Elon Musk. Okay, anyway. A lot of people. There's like two types of people: people that knew her before Elon Musk, like me. <laughs> people that knew her after. Um, is, is she is she from the UK? No, she's Canadian. Oh, okay. Um, oh, says it right there. Canadian musician. Anyway, whatever. There you go. So Grimes, uh, yeah, Grimes. Aurora would be cool. I like Aurora. her uh, performance. Her the way she performs um, is really, really cool. She gets really lost in the music. I like artists that kind of project this kind of magic on stage, and I think Grimes, Bjork, and Aurora do do that well. So. I, you know what? I really love. Um, I was, I was just, just, just sort of <laughs> give you more props, but. Uh, I, when I was putting together the flyer for this, like 
I really loved your imagery and I had such a hard time like picking the images. And I feel oh, like really? you fall in that like you just look like you're like this like fairy EDM music person who's like like especially the one with I think there's like a triangle in the background and it's kind of, you know like I just like you have so cool imagery. I feel like your live shows like once you get to that point your live shows are going to be like really off the chain. So cool. We did like little bits of that with my last show before lockdown with the three of us in in the band when it was like a bigger group uh we had like projections that were going onto us and mm. all the way through the show it was really like crazy lighting and the that was cool but if you had like i can just imagine with funding you could do some really crazy stuff and i'd love to play a, a gig and have really like really well planned and thought out imagery along with um the music like yeah. proper and experience like you go into the room and it's like whoa yes cool. that's like my dream it's like getting to that yeah. point and that's what's so weird about this job is like you have to like there's levels to it that you sort of have to you just keep leveling up until you're able to pay enough people to do that right? like because it's really it's really it's like how i mean you could do it on your own diy type stuff but it's like it's crazy man like Oh my god! I, I love what people do with projection screens now. It's nuts, and I do oh think god. you should tour with Sabi. I think you and Sabi like. Uh, a little, I'd uh, yeah. Rather than interrupt you, I thought I'd just type a little plus one. Plus one. <laughs> I love Sabi. Feel free to interrupt me, please. Like I find myself talking too much. Like that's what happens on here. I'll just start talking because I feel like I gotta fill space or something because I'm anxious. Please no, interrupt okay. me. You're the host. You need to be talkative, otherwise it will be awkward. <laughs> you just be sitting there staring, like, okay. <laughs> um, okay, we have another question. It's what's your most meaningful tattoo, if not too personal? Mm, most meaningful. I'm gonna have to do a quick scan to remind myself. <laughs> not that one. Um, I mean, I won't be able to show you it because it's on my foot and it's kind of awkward. I think I've tried to show this before, but it's on my foot. And it's um, it's like a spider that is a combination of a spider and a butterfly, and it's like on my foot. And it basically, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that's basically the explanation, but it's kind of about turning your fears into something beautiful by like kind of embracing them. And it's mostly to do with music stuff, like with the whole stage fright thing and feeling anxious about pursuing things that I cared about I was really really scared but then there's like a flip side to it if you go towards things that you're fearful of you can like have this really beautiful end result when you feel really uh proud and you know that sense of accomplishment so that's on my foot <laughs> <laughs> wow and that's perfect because it goes right in line with what we were talking about already it's like that feeling you get like you're throwing up and you're hoping nobody's there and and then afterwards <laughs> after all the dust settles you're like I did that it feels pretty yeah, good. And I want to really... do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Ellie, tell us, uh, how can people find you? How, uh, what, what, when should we be expecting the new music? What, 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 what's next? Give us, get, stock uh, it to us. So, yes, currently writing an album. Uh, this is the first time I've said this. This is the first time, everybody. I expect the album to be dropping in june i know that's a long way away but around 
we're gonna have the new album and you can find me on almost every social media platform uh kintsuku or kintsuku music twitter instagram facebook you name it you name it we'll get it all right well there it is and i i also dropped the links in the in the chat so you guys can go check it out reveal the conspiracy oh yeah that's old sorry saucy um that's from that's from the music streams we'll get there we'll we'll get back to that we'll get back um okay well i I, again i do sincerely appreciate you coming on the show and uh, you know and being open and honest about who you are as a person it's always appreciated so yeah, I mean, it's, thank you. Yeah, and uh, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I really do. Um, yes, I did. Thank you very much. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, Kintsuku. I, I super duper appreciate you coming on the show and, uh, and, and just talking it up with me. It's always nice. It's always nice to connect. Uh, again, congratulations, Kintsuku, on Twitch partner and, of course, on the 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 Sh- Mike Shinoda uh, um, produced song. Uh, that's so awesome. I'm so happy that the, it couldn't have happened to someone uh, cooler than than kintsuku who is just she i love her visuals i love her whole style like her stream is so cool because it's it's very chill she has like a fireplace going so it's almost like asmre went between songs it's just a very chill and she talks very quiet i mean you heard how she talks it, it she talks like she like you hear i talk blah, 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 blah. she made me want to like not be so loud You guys might hear a difference in the quality of my voice on these intros and outros. I'm using our stream mic, which I'm still trying to uh, treat this room for sound. It just sounds so bad in here still, but uh, it's coming along. And since we use this as like a streaming place, we can't have like a bunch of like padding all over the walls everywhere. It doesn't look nice. I mean, we could make it look cool, I guess, but it just never really looks that great so we got some work to do i got some panels to make but we're using our our yawns we're using our yawns no our audio techno i I don't even know what which one it is but it's nice i like it i like it a lot um what i was gonna tell you guys something so we have a music stream coming up on march 7th and that's a Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be streaming on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash WeSpeakEnglishGood. Uh, please come through. It's going to be basically the old band gas or Green Acre session. But we now we're JT and the Conspiracy. It's going to be me, uh, Zach Hutner, and Jason T. Black, who have both been on the show several times. And they, they were on the last music stream. We were supposed to do one back in January or, or back in December, but my household got coronavirus and then in january jason got some teeth work done and his whole fucking jaw looked like he was like he had like storing fucking a hamburger bun in his in his fucking cheek like a squirrel so he wasn't able really to sing so super duper excited and then in april we are bringing on our drummer 
and the whole band will be back together. So lots of fucking cool stuff happening on the live stream. You have to come to the live stream. So twitch.tv slash we speak English good. We come and be a part of the revolution. The we speak English good revolution. If you like this show and you want more of it, you want more content, come. Come follow us. Come subscribe to us. It'll cost you a few dollars, but it's worth it. It's worth it. The, the shit we're doing over there, it's amazing. I, I love what, what we're doing over there. And I got so much more planned. I, I, I've been adding all kinds of cool stuff to the stream that you guys don't get to see. You just hear it. So, I'm telling you. I mean, you can go see it if you want to go see the video version of this podcast. It's in the show notes, but... You know, it's nothing like being there live. You know, it's all about that live. But uh, anyways, I, I appreciate you guys still just hanging out with me and, and doing it big. Um, I was, I, I mod for Reyna on her, on her stream and Reyna has been fucking killing it. So uh, Tuesday she had a front page stream where she was as soon as you click on to twitch's homepage, there's reyna and at one point she was maxing out around eighteen thousand people watching her all at once Eighteen thousand people and by the time she was done streaming on tuesday about four hundred and twenty five thousand people in all came and watched her video or watched her stream which is insane. And I gotta say, for you know, almost a half a million people, there was only like 20 N-bombs. You know, <laughs> there was only 20 trolls that were like trying to say fucking rude shit. But, you know, out of that many people, I, that's, that's, that's legit, baby. That's legit. So we, we had our mod team on. We were banning motherfuckers left and right. Don't not. So that was that was on tuesday now today we had a stream she had a stream and holy shit it, i mean it wasn't eighteen thousand, but she was just she was averaging about 20 to 30 people a stream and now she's she was just holding 100 on her own 100 fucking people she jumped from 20 to 30 average to 100 so we don't know if it's going to keep going but you guys can definitely go check her out and i, I encourage you to at twitch.tv slash randomstique and that's r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e go check out her stream it's popping off yeah it's it's so cool it's so cool it's going so well that she's she's probably gonna start shutting down her private lessons which i'm so happy that she's able to and um you know we're just working both the stream is starting to make money the show is starting to make money we we're talking we're in talks with a new sponsor and uh i'm super excited uh, it looks like we're gonna bring uh a, a uh a representative on the show to talk to us about their product so i'm i'm, I'm really excited i i want to see how this goes you know like we've been a show for about six years now and we're growing uh, we, we haven't stopped growing since we started uploading episodes to iTunes and, and SoundCloud. So, you know, it, it, there comes a time when you got to start doing it. So th this is another I, I want to give a free shout out to Podcorn.com who made is making these these connections possible. Podcorn.com. Go check them out. They're uh, they're pretty amazing. I'm not getting paid for this spot right here. 
it, they paid me a couple times for a couple spots, but um, I, I, you know, it, the the they make it so easy to uh, to connect with other with with companies, and I I just. Uh, I can't. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that there's a company like this, and I wish I would have got on board last year when they reached out to me. They reached out to me and were saying they thought that I would have been a good candidate, and um, they, I should have joined on. I, you know, I get all these emails all the time spamming me about bullshit, and um, you know, sometimes you get an email about this new product, this new website, and you don't know what's gonna pop. So. I'm checking out Podcorn for the time being. I really dig what they're doing. And like I said, it, it led to this. Uh, the proposals, I spent about an hour to an hour and a half on each proposal. So, it, you know, it, it's a lot of time. But I think once you get a rhythm and it, it, there's a lot that goes into making money and, and trying to monetize a podcast or monetize your 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 anything you're doing. So, here we go. Here we go, folks. We're going full on online streamers, online everything. Me and my wife, again, we're taking that leap again. So I'm very, very happy because um, she loves teaching. But it's weird, you know, like when you're a teacher, sometimes you're not just teaching music. It's it's you're like listening to problems. You're getting to know people. You're getting to know families. You're, getting, you're making connections. You're making these bonds. And yeah, I know she she's like, <laughs> there's a really strong part of her who's like, I don't want to like walk out on my students, you know, like there's a real bond that is created there. And it's very admirable, but they, it, it's like people come in and it's like they use you as therapy because it's cheaper than therapy and they dump their problems on you. And it's, it's weird. You know, I've only taught a couple times in my career as a musician and I did not like it. <laughs> so, uh, my wife is really good at it. Raina is excellent at it, but that's not what she wants to do. She wants to perform. She wants to make music. She wants to write music. She wants to live off of her music. And I think she should. And she's, I think that she's finding a way through Twitch and, uh, she's got a lot of interesting projects coming up and I, I couldn't be prouder, uh, to be married to, um, to somebody to have a partner that's uh, as amazing as my wife so um congratulations my love you're just you earned everything that you have so anyways okay guys that is going to do it for me i don't even know who's on the show next week uh i know the live stream has on monday at 1 p.m eastern standard time and i do know who's gonna be on it's wooby one uh he or dj colin who has been a dj for the last 30 years in the uk he has been through like Manchester when they're going through their mid 90s dance, indie dance, uh, you know, rave uh, phase and house phase that hit over there. So, very, very interested in talking to him about some history of DJing and shit. So, uh, he's super funny and he's a big, uh, he's a big personality in our chat at, for Rain and Mystique's chat. So, he, this is fam, basically fam. This is one of the only people that I'll probably go and if I visit them out in the real world, I'll probably go and have some drinks with them because they're just that kind of fun. So very excited to talk to Wooby. And again, Friday today, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're talking to the Silence Noise, who is a 
fantastic uh, producer and, and uh, goth metal meme artist, um, originals music streamer. So super pumped to talk to him about whatever. So that's on the live stream and then on the on the podcast next week. I again I don't know. So uh, <laughs> I I'm just taking it a day at a time. There's so much I was supposed to do. I'm supposed to be practicing for the live stream, which I'm so fucking pumped that we get to do it. But um, yeah, so, but okay, just gotta be patient. We're gonna have a band stream. It's gonna be amazing. I'm really pumped, but I just can't suck as bad as I sucked last time. So I gotta be better. Build back better. All right, guys. Take care of your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. I love you guys. Be good to your fellow human beings. I already said that. All right. Peace.